Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our review of WWE's Elimination Chamber. My name is Troy, as always, joined by Jay, Big Tasty and Aaron. How are we getting on, chaps? All good. You could have said my name with a smile, mate. Rush. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you say, I mean, you say, you say, as always, like I'm always here for the WWE stuff. But it's just, I mean, you, you've been here more often than not as of late. Yeah, this is a it's a worry. Becoming a habit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just seeping his way in. It's like Stockholm syndrome, sympathising with his captain. I mean, I've watched a lot of TNA, but never saw it. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, outstanding. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, before we crack on um, with the review, uh, let us know what you thought on social media, uh, on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod or on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. So, let's crack on with it. Aaron, do you want to talk us through some bits from the pre-show? And, uh, oh, that was very loud. I apologise for your ears. <laughs> so, I guess, I guess, before we get into the match, I just want to very quickly jump in and say, me and Aaron made this uh, this observation while we were waiting for because Jay was a bit late getting in from his nap. That he had yeah. Um, yeah. Me and Aaron came to the conclusion that wow, they didn't have a lot to talk about for an hour. <laughs> no, for a one hour for a one hour pre-show, they were stretching out that content. <laughs> I mean, they, they didn't have a lot to talk about in like the sort of like twenty-five minutes I was watching it. Yeah. <laughs> to be but, fair, the pre-shows are usually pretty drawn out. Like there's there's one match on there at most, and the rest of it is just the same build that they show you on Raw and SmackDown the week prior. Have you ever seen I, someone give like a time presentation and like run out of content and like start filling up until <laughs> towards the end? It, yeah. it kind of has that sort of feel to it. Um. <laughs> the, the weird the weird thing with it though was that I I honestly thought that the pre the pre-show for the last couple have been like half an hour, not an hour. No, or no, is it, just, is it just we've come in and at the half an hour? Yeah, I think, I think we, 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 just, about we, just, to start. we just now know to come in a half an hour, whereas this time for some reason Aaron was like, "Are we going to do the whole pre-show?" So we did. No one said no. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, Aaron made that happen. So we watched like we watched like forty minutes of uh, Pete Rosenberg's vamping, and then. Uh, <laughs> 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 Oh dear! So, what was the rest of it like then? Um, we, had a, well, we, had a ma- we had a match, which Aaron's going to hopefully tell well, us. About. Yeah, o- o- obviously as well. Sonia Deville forever looking dapper in that drip that she wears every single fucking show. Was it? Oh, she had the she had the suit. suit this time, didn't she? It was a sleeveless suit this time. Oh, I saw it later in the like night. A Deacon actually. Batista one. Yeah. Yep. Got the guns uh, out. Big fan of your work. Oh. Well, we'll get onto the match on the pre-show, which was a fatal four-way match to get into the US title triple threat match on the main card, which would replace Keith Lee. Um, so you've got Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, Elias, and John Morrison. So There's Elias in there. Before we get <laughs> onto the match, right, Joe, as Ali comes out, 
it's Ali's destiny as an injury gives him a chance at gold. Obviously, the two year. Yeah, yeah, two- yeah. Yeah, well done. Uh, no Riker following Elias out. He's too big for the pre show. He's too right wing for the pre show. I mean, I, I actually said he's probably terrified Mace is going to kill him. That, that's likely. <laughs> um, so, noticeable moments in the match. Uh, the match starts and Ricochet instantly yeets himself at Ali with a drop kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeets himself. <laughs> uh, Morrison goes for the reverse DDT on Elias, who has one on Ricochet, but Ali does his honour roll neckbreaker thing on Ooh. Morrison, and then uh, it hits all three, makes them all fall to the ground. Uh, Dominoes is what that's called. Yeah, pretty much. Elias goes for his shit crossroads on Ricochet, but John Morrison hits a disaster kick on Elias, like what I did there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cody's not there anymore, mate. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, he almost wins hitting a moonlight drive on Ricochet. Then Ricochet avoids the starship pain. Uh, a moonsault on Ali and Elias by Ricochet. Sorry, a springboard moonsault. Mm-hmm. Um, a 450 on Ali by Ricochet Retribution pull Ali out of the ring Before the free count uh, Ricochet goes to dive on Retribution Gets caught in a powerbomb position Then gets powerbombed into a turnbuckle post Oof. As Ali walks back in the ring Morrison just casually rolls him up for the free count I saw the end of that in The highlights That powerbomb into the turnbuckle And Ricochet looked fucking horrible the the, the yeah. match it was a good match I, I really enjoyed it, it. it was, it was a decent match for a um, pre-show match good. yeah it was good it was a good kind of like get you in the mood to watch some wrestling kind of match mm. um, and I mean, then my main criticism was Elias didn't even need to be there no I mean, he, he did was. He, he did nothing like he, he, he literally he, he hit a choke slam which looked alright and then that was about it yeah yeah he, he literally hit fucking Damien Priest's like South to heaven, and which he's stolen now. Who has? Think, sorry, Elias. Elias. Oh, really? He, he did it in the. He debuted it as his new move. Get this in the <laughs> Rumble, thirty seconds before Damien Priest enters. <laughs> cunt! What a cunt! Absolute cunt! <laughs> and he does it nowhere near as good as Damien Priest. Uh. And I, I've started doing a thing now on pay per views, so I have a like. Decent star rating at the end of the show where every segment gets three star, like up to five stars, and then we get the average. Did this one get three? This one got three, yeah, because you said three stars first, yeah. Okay, also, this was a this was a fatal four way match, obviously. There were no DQs in the fatal four match yet. All of um, Mustafa Ali's boys just stand outside and do nothing for most of the match, yeah, yeah. literally in between. In between all the bits I just said, is literally just Ali and Ricochet just hovering at it. In a a match where there are no DQs and you have all of the boys on your side, why would you not get them to come to the ring and punch all the other boys? Yeah. Also, one thing I kind of like pointed out when we were watching, why isn't Xavier Woods in this match? Because he's actually feuding with Ali Mm -hmm. um, at the moment. So it would have made more sense. He's got hit, he's got previous with um, Morrison as well. Yeah. Whereas Elias was just there. It's just there. To make yeah. up the numbers. And it, he couldn't even say he was selling like almost like fucking murdering him on Raw because he showed up on Raw last night. Fine. 
Uh, also, so. also on the pre-show before we go to the main card, uh, I think it was up before the match. JBL um, showed his prophetic nature by predicting the sex of Lacey Evans' unborn child. Oh, fuck off, JBL! When he, when he when he claimed that in 16 years' time, um, that child's going to be the new WWE Women's Champion. Right, of course they Stevie are. Did. Stevie, you can net hard enough with that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, JBL seems to think that by the age of 16 or like 15 and a half, let's be honest, uh, not only will Lacey Evans' unborn child be a fully trained professional vessel, they'll also be pushed to the top of their respective gender card. Yeah. Which is. Uh, <laughs> which it would have made more thinking. sense saying that about Lacey Evans' like eight year old daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Nonsense. Saying that. Right. Maybe Stevie Ray is taking too hard with that, yeah? JBL think they're both the same child. <laughs> Yeah. A positive to come out of that pre-show match, however, is Morrison winning. Yeah. Because he's been lumbered with the Miz for for a while, and it's nice to see some sort of break away from that. So that's a positive. How do you Good get to see Mason Tebar doing a murder on Trevor the Truth as well? How do you get um <laughs> how do you get Miz and Morrison a team and then push the Miz? I know. <laughs> I mean I don't hate I don't I don't hate the Miz, but like, you know, if you've got the Miz and like legit Johnny I mean, Mundo, Wow, wow. <laughs> Legit <Yeah>. Johnny Mundo. <laughs> John, John Morrison, I'm going to say it, and this might get me a bit of a bit of backlash, but I don't care, is very overrated. Get okay. out. John he Morrison, no, no. John Morrison is, like, John Hennigan wrestling. No, no. John Hennigan wrestling wrestler. in the WWE style is overrated. John Hennigan wrestling, wrestler. what he wants to wrestle is brilliant. But he's the thing is, is that he does the same fucking gimmick wherever he goes. He just changes his surname, according. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, Johnny Five Star. Just, just, just wait till he's just wait just wait till he's Johnny Dynamite. <laughs> Johnny Dynamite. <laughs> I think he was holding out for that offer, and it didn't come. That's why he went back to WWE. Yeah, they spent they spent all the Johnny Mundo money on Matt Sado. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on to the main card. Uh, so our opening match is the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. Uh, just before, before the, oh, okay. Just before the match starts, uh, Corey is discussing about Daniel Bryan and his last kind of big title run and him beating Triple H and going on to beat Batista and Randy Orton. And he says, on that night, he beat three Hall of Famers. And I thought, I was unaware that Randy was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I must have missed a year that he was inducted. To be fair. To be and fair. also apparently retired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, I I see what he's saying there, because it's like, sure, if I Hall of Famer, they always say it. Yeah. Yeah, future, but, future Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer yet. That's not what you said, is it, Corey? No. So, and that's not the only time he says it. He says it, he says it later on, doesn't he? Yeah. Prick. Anyway. CT, you may he's had too many concussions. It's fine. Let him, let, give him a pass. Also, uh, there, there, there's a lot more. I've got like one for each person that gets in and they say something wrong. Oh, uh, God. Go on, then. The, the, this chamber was created by Triple H. That Michael Cole says it, even though on the pre-show they stated that Eric Bischoff created it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll throw out a word in between the pre-show and the main show. You've got to make trips look strong. Easy, the creator, though. You are. Easy, the creator. Easy, yeah. He, well, he, he welded it together and everything. Yeah, he got his mask on and uh, got yeah. down to it. Uh, he, did, he did it like, uh, like when he was in WCW and he thought he was a fucking biker working on his own bike. That's why the joint spots were fucking shot. 
Uh, Michael Cole's Kevin Owens comes out. Um, the impressible Kevin Owens enters the Elimination Chamber for the first time in his career. That's fine, but I'm, uh, irrepressible means not able to be controlled or restrained. It is said as he enters a pod. Sounds pretty controlled and restrained to me. You <laughs> <laughs> pedantic little shit. <laughs> um, Sa- Sami Zayn's film crew get banned from ringside. More on that later. No happy. Um, well, you're not happy or Sammy's not happy. No, both. I, well, both are. <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg, Greg Hamilton as Jey Uso comes out. Weighing two hundred and forty-two pounds. Behave yourself. <laughs> Behave yourself. <laughs> Fucking him and Jimmy. Him and Jimmy don't weigh that much combined. <laughs> he's got some. Uh, he's got some fish and wedge in his pockets. <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jimmy's Jay's like fucking two hundred and twenty soaking wet, <laughs> wet through. <laughs> and when Cesaro comes and he makes Sammy Zayn shit himself because he's not paying attention and he bangs on Sammy's pod. It's not the first time he makes him shit himself in the night either. More on that <laughs> later. <laughs> so oh. to the match, uh, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan start things off. Um, just a lot of back and forth between them. No, neither of them really gaining the upper hand. Um, neither of them really using the chamber to its advantage either. Just a trade off of holds. Um, yeah, we, we commented while we were watching it that it was a very, um, a very technical, straight laced wrestling match for something taking yeah. place inside the elimination chamber for the yeah. first like five, seven minutes of this match. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just watch. really. Say again. They're just a joy to watch these. That's two, it. Aren't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and off the back of obviously their match the other week, people wanted to see a bit more of that. So, um, yeah, we got that straight from the off. As I say, neither of them really gaining an advantage. Um, it does spill outside. Um, at one point, I think Brian hits a knee off the top turnbuckle um, to Cesaro. Then Corbin comes out next, uses uh, the cage straight away on both of them. Yeah, Owen says, why him of all people? He shouts in the background. <laughs> there was there was a lot of banter coming from the pods, not just in this chamber match, but the one later, which I picked every, up on. Every time it was like doing the flashy round thing, like you could hear Sammy shout, "Not me, not me, not me, not me." <laughs> <laughs> Kofi's got a couple of hilarious one-liners later that he says that I'll pick up on in that chamber match. Sammy was also gold in this one, though. Um, I was going to say Sammy was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, Corbin comes out next. Um, uses the the chamber straight away on both men um hits brian in the back of the head look, look really really nasty uh hits a deep six on both men gets a two count off both of them uh then smashes brian's knee off the edge of the pod that plays into the match as as things go on and uh i think at one point kevin owens is screaming like go for the knee go for the knee um and obviously it plays into a lot of stuff a bit later on um Sammy then comes out next, but they won't let them open the door to his pod. <laughs> Cesaro then just walks up behind him into the other side of the pod that's open and he didn't realise, scares yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> um, yeah, just pops in there and just batters him. Uh, a little bit later on the match, Sammy misses a halluva kick on Brian, um, ends up smashing, like kicking into the pod. Uh, Sammy and Cesaro then... Um, get up onto the top of like the, the side of the chamber and start yeah. battling up there. Top um, of Jay's Say again. Top of Jay's pod. That's it. Yeah. And then yeah. they kind of traverse their way over into the, into the center of the chamber. Um, Sammy's hanging on. Uh, and Cesaro manages to kind of like hold on to the very, very top of it, kick Sammy down and then just starts doing chin ups because fucking why not? 
<laughs> I, I love the fact as well that Jay was always just like sat in his pod like Raven. Yeah. <laughs> like, it. like literally sat down just like interested. Yeah. Why am I here? Can't like, be out of this. Um Corbin then gets put into the sharpshooter after a Cesaro swing uh, and taps out to that. So Corbin is then eliminated. KO comes out next. Sami Zayn then tries to kind of side with him. Um, it's just like, you know, we're, we're not the poster guys. We're not the guys that they want to be on the face of the company. Let's team up. Like, you know, they're, they're only going to be against us. Uh, I mean, Owens, Owens does agree. It just the, the team he wants to see is him and Sami Zayn's head versus the uh, pod doors. Versus the pod doors, <laughs> which he does and introduces him very quickly. Yeah. And Sami's line of, oh my God, as he gets thrown into the pod, is fucking oh amazing. He literally just screams, oh my God, no. At that point, at that point, Cody Graves go, a tiger never changes his stripes as Owens can't be trusted. Cole just goes, that's rich coming from you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Salt. Salty, salty. Um, a few minutes later, um, Sammy and KO are trading blows on the top rope. Uh, Sammy then bites KO's arm for reasons. Uh, KO then suplexes Sammy. Sammy then hits an up. Uh, sorry, Cesaro then hits Sammy of an uppercut. Brian then hits the running knee to Cesaro. KO hits a pop up powerball onto Brian. Then KO hits Sammy uh, with a nasty neck breaker where he kind of leaves the knee and, and, and drops him off the back of that. Then does the same to Brian and hits a fisherman buster neck breaker. Again, look pretty nasty given Brian's history of neck injuries. Don't do that to him. Uh, <laughs> Jay then comes out last into the match, um, goes on the rampage, just starts attacking various people in the match. Uh, KO at one point scales himself onto the top of one of the pods, hits a moonsault off there on top of everyone, uh, comes down, dishes out a series of stunners to Brian, Cesaro, and finally Sammy to eliminate him from the match. So as Sammy's eliminated and he's making his way out of the chamber, um, KO's down on the floor. Jay manages to trap his arm into the, the chamber door, then smashes it about a bit, keeping it in there, hits a few super kicks, uh, rolls him back into the ring. Flog, flog, frog splashes him. A few, many. <laughs> <laughs> rolls uh, KO into the ring, hits a frog splash, uh, and eliminates KO, which really, really surprised me. Yeah, that was, a, that was a real shock. It was uh, me, Aaron, and it was th three of us, me, Aaron, and Gordon, you all had KO pick to win. Um, yeah. Because of his obviously prominent program with Roman Reigns. Mm. But uh, though saying that, it, it surprised me, but it also didn't surprise me because I would have kind of felt a bit like, oh, what if we get KO and Reigns again, just flogging a dead horse? Like that's not to say I didn't like their previous matches, but it's just like again, really. Whereas Seems what like what we got was something a bit different, and I'm sure we're going to get more of that later down the line at some point. If it feels like we're probably going to be getting Kevin Owens versus Jey Uso at Mania. Probably yeah. in some kind of gimmick match. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pirate shit as, match. As KO, I, as KO I kills the miniboss on his way to uh, back up to the big bad. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> it'll be at least false count anywhere just because like KO wants to jump off that ship. Of course he does. And, and also does. we've had we've had Jey Uso and Kevin Owens on SmackDown like just normal matches like quite not loads but a fair bit. So yeah. They yeah. need to sort of keep it compelling. Yeah. Also, call it now, Jimmy's coming back in that match and like helping air JBKO. 
bit of twin magic. Oh yeah, better than the bellows. Yeah. Get fucked. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not hard, mate. <laughs> so after air dumb is very upsetting. You are sorry. <laughs> The, the fact that you compared the Usos to the Bellas is up. Well, just twins, aren't they? <laughs> that, that's where the comparisons stop. That's where the similarities stop. All right. <laughs> Fucking botch mode, all of that nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> moving the fuck on. <laughs> Jay goes for, um, I'm not sure what it is that he's going for, but he bounces off the rope. Cesaro's on the outside on the apron. Um, Jay leaps up and Cesaro catches him with an uppercut scales the top rope hits a really nice elbow drop and gets a two count off that uh cesaro then swings jay's head into the chamber like into the actual post on the side um which he gets like, he gets like both sides he's, not, he's in the middle like two posts and he like yeah. swings him left into a post and swings him right into a post not, like, well, not well, at all no. nice that's just reminded me of something as well um come like from a bit earlier in the match where um so jay Uso got a new tattoo well, two tattoos that day. You got one on his elbow, one like, and you got some. One like, was an old one, I think, that he had filled in. Yeah, you got a lot of, a lot like, a lot of it reinked by the looks of things because yeah. it was a lot more like, a lot more prominent. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens was literally going after that. <laughs> really, <laughs> mean bastard! He I was slapping him on his on his tattoo. Oh, that's the absolute Pushing worst. It. Pushing it into the chain, I was like, you scumbag. Mate, that's horrible. I'm trying to put a t-shirt on where you've just had a tattoo fucking stings and then you've got that fucking oaf slapping you about all over it. <laughs> fucking hell. Brilliant. <laughs> I, I was pissing myself though when I was like literally, I swigged onto it quite early. I was like, what an absolute <laughs> bastard. That can't be nice. <laughs> what a scumbag. <laughs> um, so yeah, Cesaro swings Jay back and forth into the, the side of the chamber. Uh, Brian and Cesaro then back in the ring. Uh, Brian then catches Cesaro with a kick off the top rope. Then we have an exchange of uppercuts between the both of them. Brian hits uh, a top rope. What have I got down here? Sorry, I can't read my own handwriting. Um, oh, is caught um, off the top rope with an uppercut uh, and then a gut buster. And that was the scene. Yeah. Yeah, we caught it. And then um, off the second rope, a one-legged Cesaro swing on Brian. Um, and then Jay hits a super kick and a splash to eliminate Cesaro after that. Um, but yeah, like you said, that, that gut buster was fucking nasty. Real yeah. nasty. And then Cesaro eliminated. It's the hope that kills you, isn't it, guys? That's it. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, I was just about to say, he, lo- he came out of this he for was- me looking the best out of everyone. Yeah, he was the star of the match. But- yeah, 100%. I, I thought, oh God, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. I, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't mad that it happened the way it did. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, after Cesaro is eliminated, we then got uh, Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso left. Uh, Jay scales to the top of one of the pods, um, goes for a big frog splash. So what I thought was cool about this, they didn't use the pods too much in this. So when they did, for me, it felt like a bit of a, a bigger deal. So Jay going to the top on this last one to kind of to finish things off made it feel a bit more special in my eyes. Um, so as he said, he goes up to the top, goes for the frog splash, having already hit one earlier in the night to to, to eliminate someone. Uh, Brian manages to get his knees up, gets himself up, hits the running knee, pins Jay, and you wonder at the chamber is Daniel Bryan. I thought this was a really really fun chamber match. I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, yeah I think this was my favourite match of the night. Yeah, um, 
really good, really good finish as well. Um, with like Brian, just like sort of te- teasing you that he was going to get beaten by Jay, and Jay was just going to think get finger poked the doom. Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> kicking out, hitting the air, running knee. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um. So just before we go on to the next bit, of this so obviously. The winner of that match faces Roman Reigns for the Universal title uh, on the same night. What did we have predictions-wise on that? I forget. Um, ben, Aaron and Courtney, all like Kevin Owens. I had Cesaro because I went with my heart. And you had Daniel Bryan. Yes, then. I'm, I'm checking because I've genuinely forgot what I picked. Yeah, <laughs> on, on, the fir- on the first match as well, me and Ben had Morrison. Um, I think... Did you have Ricochet, Aaron? Yeah, me and Courtney had Ricochet. So I feel like you. I might have put Ali. You had Ali. Ali. Yeah. Okay. So you, you three are on one each. A winner. Nice. So, yep, the end of that chamber match. Um, chamber starts coming up. Roman's Rain music, Roman Reigns music hits straight away. Um, part of me thought the reason they were doing the SmackDown chamber first is so that they could then have the match against the winner of that and, and Reigns later in the night to allow recovery. And then I thought, no, no, this is Roman Reigns. Of course, he's going to shit house it. Of course, he's going to come yeah. out as soon as that match is finished. And lo and behold, here he is. So, um, like fucking so- the Imperial March and Darth Vader walking out. Wasn't <laughs> so Ro- Roman Reigns comes out looking like he's just absorbed Jimmy Uso through osmosis. He looked absolutely built. Roman Reigns has skyrocketed past 242 pounds. Roman Gaines. <laughs> Roman Gaines. <laughs> so Brian's in the middle of the ring um, and looks absolutely fucked. Uh, and he's, he's was, literally lying face down in the ring. It, it was like watching one of those Attenborough documentaries where the wounded gazelle's down on the floor and, Ro- and Reigns is just like the big fucking lion just stalking it, just kind of picking the bits. But when, the, when the gazelle just like submits, it's like, I, I know it's... Oh, fuck it, I'm out. I'm done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so Reigns comes in, immediately stands in the corner, sets up for the spear, launches himself across the ring, but Brian dodges, grabs the arm and drops him into the bell lock, which I thought was fucking awesome. And I thought, are they actually going to do this? Are we going to get some fucking big old shock in, in the opening match? There was... There was a moment in that match where I where because it was in long enough that I started thinking he's going to do this. Is he going to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, oh obviously. man! But then <laughs> Ro- so the switch just flicks in Roman's head, and you just see his fucking eyes just explode open, like rips open the fucking grip, like doesn't make his way to the rope, like forces the grip open of Brian, then just hits a power bomb and eviscerates uh, him, then rains down literally. As Jay Jay would said, um, Reigns Lesnar at SummerSlam 2016, Zam. Yes. It was was Lesnar, it was at this point. He could beat him unconscious. Yeah. So he, yeah, just eviscerates him with with a series of forearms on the mat. Um, And we were saying just before we started recording, Tasty, where he essentially knocked him out with the forearms and then just put the, the guillotine in for good measure. Like he was already out by the time he, he, he put was, that he on. Was, he was absolutely out cold by the time he lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Reigns very easily picks up the victory. But as I say, for a very brief moment, there was there was a glimmer. There was something where I was like... I, oh. when, we were, when we were watching the, um, the pay-per-view live, 
I thought to myself, it reminded me a bit of Brock and Brian. And then oh, yeah. the more of thinking about it, it's not Brock and Brian, it's AJ and Brock. Where like mm. AJ kind of like give you that glimmer of hope that he was gonna finally do it, and then Brock just killed him. It's like fuck this. Not like, as, soon, as soon as he got on top, it was just like right, yeah. It was, it was like it was like trying to hit a fly with a hammer. Like you only had to land it <laughs> yeah. once and it was, it was all over. <laughs> What an analogy. (laughs) (laughs) After the match, as Reigns is is celebrating, uh, from out of nowhere, Edge appears, absolutely smashes him to bits with a spear. A very good spear, much better than the one he hit last week. I think that's because there was less less bodies to clamber over to actually hit him with the spear. (laughs) So, credit where credit is due. A spear that was fully caused on camera. Yeah. Oh, and that. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> we we actually see all of. <laughs> Edge pops out. Um, yeah, smashes him with a spear and immediately points to the WrestleMania sign. Match so, confirmed. Reigns and Edge at Mania Universal title. So we're we now ready for like six weeks of promos where like every SmackDown now is going to end with one of the spear and the other one. Ah, and then and then it's going to be stipulation. Can't use a spear to win. Well, no, it's going to be build a spear of spear. Who has the best spear? I'm telling spear. you, spear. a spear Iron Man match at Mania. That's what we need. <laughs> a spear Iron yeah. Man match. Yeah. 60 minutes of repeated spears. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> does it end with the both like, spearing each other at the last five seconds? Just taking each other out of existence. They just cease to do It's like a me. scene out of Dragon Ball Z. Just... <laughs> 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 they injure each other's shoulders because they both go for a spear and just boft each other's shoulders together. Is it, is it like when people hit like that double clothesline and they just knock <laughs> each other out? <laughs> um, so in Aaron's fantastic pay-per-view star ratings, um, so far, everything's had three stars. What, you gave the chamber three? I gave the chamber three. Okay. You, you, gave more than three. you gave, El, it- you gave El, El Squash 03 as well. El Squash uh, no, I gave El Squash a three because it was good. Le, le, le Squash. Le, le Squash. It was, a, le squash. It, was a, it was a good squash match. I mean, it, as squash matches go, it was the best kind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen worse. Where you see, like, you're seeing, like, a literal murder happen in front of you. That's been a mother. <laughs> so after this, we get Bad Bunny and Miz backstage. Um... I can't remember exactly what they said. Something along the lines of Miz saying, why are you here? He says, I'm 24-7 champion. Where's your championship? Um, and then Bad Bunny just slaps him in the face. Miz turns around to respond. Damien Priest has stood there with a couple of pretty new braids in his hair. Miz shits it and walks off. One star. What? <laughs> it wasn't even a match. Hey, I said <laughs> One every star. Segment. I've said every segment. Every One segment. Star. Fuck it, Al. <laughs> It'll be a long night, boys. Oh, my life. <laughs> Next up, uh, we get Bobby Lashley against Riddle, against Morrison, the triple threat for the United States Championship. Right. Just to before, note- before we go to this match, can you just indulge me a 30-second rant? Go. I hate everything about Matt Riddle's character. <laughs> <laughs> he is literally the comedy character in a sitcom six seasons in when the writers have boiled him down to his base essence. <laughs> like every fucking thing is bro. Every word is bro. All he has is bro. Just, oh, just put the fucking word bro in front of it. It's fine. It plays. <laughs> it's like Neil Patrick Harris at the end of Harley Mother when he was the least, most detestable character on TV. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. You, you 
we've still got a bit of time if you want to add anything. For anything else? Yeah. Got another ten yeah, seconds. No, I'm good. No, I'll back you for this. This is fun. I'll give him. <laughs> I'll give him one little boost just to try and make everyone like Riddle again. He doesn't have M Riddle on his gear anymore. Well, no, only for this match, only because he was paying homage to Evil Can Evil. That was what his ring gear was. I thought that was a nice touch. Evil Bro Evil, wasn't it? Evil Bro Evil. Evil Bro Evil. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Matt Riddle is the reason why you don't let people smoke as many drugs as Matt Riddle come up with any creator for their own character. How much weed is too much weed? Matt Riddle is too much weed. Um, Matthew from Botchamania said the best thing about Matt Riddle when he said um, Matt Riddle's made me hate stoners I once had a friend who used to drink bong water and eat pennies <laughs> yes ah oh, truth Matt, Matt Riddle's like when you go back home after uni and you, you realise all your mates are actually dickheads he's like one of them ah <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. It's so. a good job. You don't watch Raw, big tasty fuck me. You'd have had I would I would be, fucking I would be dead if I watched it from like from like stress. <laughs> <laughs> so from the off, um Lashley just looks like a fucking animal and just batters a pair of them. Um I think it's Riddle that he knocks over the rope in the first instance, but one thing I picked up on that was hilarious is I'm not sure the referee is expecting it. But Lashley propels himself into the rope, and the referee could not have moved quick enough. And had he been in the way, he would have absolutely bludgeoned him. Um, but yeah, if you get a chance to go back and watch it, I've never seen a ref move so quickly. It's unreal. <laughs> um, so Lashley hits Morrison uh, with a, a torture rack uh, onto the post. Uh, Riddle and Morrison then tried to double team Lashley. Solid nope. Lashley's having none of it. Um, they just made him look like an absolute animal in this. And it, it was brilliant. Really, really good. Um, Riddle and Morrison then try and regroup on the outside and strategize um, how they can take Lashley down. Lashley, again, puts them both on their ass. Uh, Riddle and Morrison eventually manage him to take him down uh, and knock him outside. And then it's those two guys one-on-one -on -one in the ring. They go at it for a little bit more. Um, some... Fairly cool back and forth between them. I actually thought when I was watching this, I wouldn't mind too much a match between them. I thought they had fairly decent chemistry. Um, eventually, Lashley manages to fight his way back into the ring. Riddle hits him with a knee strike. Uh, Morrison then hits Starship Pain for a two on Lashley. Um, then outside of the ring, Morrison and MVP are kind of squaring off. Um, uh MVP, you really think that that was going to pin the almighty? you got to be the silliest idiot, is what MVP says to John Morrison. And then John Morrison just comes back with the greatest thing ever. Shut up. Shut God. up. God. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Napoleon Dynamite. Um, so <laughs> oh, no, Next week, we'll be getting Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, my Ugh. life. <laughs> Riddle quoting that. <laughs> so, yeah, Morrison then grabs MVP's crutch. Um, and then I can't remember exactly what happened now because my notes are a bit sketchy, but somehow the crutch manages to be back in the ring. So Riddle yeah. picks it up and starts battering Lashley. With Morrison, it. Morrison swings it at Lashley. Lashley ducks, locks in the ah. hurt lock, and Morrison's still got hold of the crutch. Riddle just takes it out of his hand. And ah, just like that's it. And then it over smashing it over Lashley's back, snaps it into several pieces. Um, yeah. 
then Lashley rolls out of the ring after being attacked with the crutch. Um, yeah. And then Riddle hits uh, Morrison bro with the, the bro Derek for the what, win. Sorry? The bro Derek. The bro Derek. Do you need another 30 seconds? Right, I'll, I'll have this advantage. Right. Bro, but, so obviously, this is named after Bo Derek, the American film actress. Um, she's been nominated for Golden Raspberry six times. <laughs> and her last critically acclaimed film was in 1979. That's seven full years before Matt Riddle was born. <laughs> I love that he's done his research for this. <laughs> Have you been Google for that? I'm on the Wikipedia page actually, right now. It's big tasty. It's big tasty. So, oh, oh yeah, all right. I was going to say, it's big tasty. So we could have actually known that. <laughs> and if so that was a spoiler alert for the quiz who the, who the fuck pulled that out of their ass <laughs> probably Matt Riddle mate probably, probably smoked a shit on a cushion though that'd be a great idea <laughs> so Matt Riddle is your new United States champion and I for one am very happy hopefully we'll start to get a little bit more seriousness out of him he deserves a belt. Probably not. Um, the thing is, for me, Riddle isn't bad. He's just been lumbered with a just a really shit character gimmick. And he was similar to that in NXT. Like, he had elements of that in NXT, but they didn't play into it, and that wasn't the only character trait that he had. Do you, uh, like, when he was serious, this, he was have serious. Have you seen No, I haven't. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that serious character. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, anyone that's two? Two. Right, okay. Anyone that's watched Riddle's previous stuff in NXT, like it wasn't as difficult to watch as his current stuff on Raw, was it? He was like slightly goofy guy who would go and that was fine. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he I'm hoping for more of that. There when he was doing the how much wood could the woodchuck chuck if Bobby if Fish would, could wood. How, mu- how much one. fish could Bobby Fish catch yeah. if Bobby Fish could catch fish? Yeah. They were coming dangerous. It was close, dangerously it? close to that. But now yeah, he's just like, now he's just an amalgam of like all of the stoner comedy characters that Vince has seen. Yeah, <laughs> which probably then... started in it. Which probably started like, dude, where's my car? And then Freddie got figured. <laughs> the thing is, like, I I know you say I'll oh, watch this week's Raw. Good luck. I hope that it's not too far gone that they can somehow salvage it later down the line. Not immediately, but just make him appeal to more people who currently find him like, irritating as fuck because he's, he's, an, he's, he's an, good. He's an MMA fighter who smoked weed. How do you fuck that up? I know, I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, shame. But anyway, he's your new United States champion. Um, and I am quite happy with that. Um, after this, we get uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair for uh, the Women's Tag Team Championships. She, oh, she before, before that, um, who did everyone have for the uh, the US title match? Oh yes, uh, I think I had Riddle. I think, I, think I, was a, I was, I was alone with Bobby Lashley. Um, of course you were. You're not going to vote for Riddle, are you? We've heard how much you love him. I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I changed I, my mind so much though on that. I couldn't make my mind a phrase. Troy, I'm angry because I care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If this was like if this was like a fucking Dolph Ziggler situation, I wouldn't give a shit. But (laughs) oh man! So yeah, next up we get uh, Sasha and Bianca against Shayna and Nia. Um, This for me was a bit of a nothing match. Um, Uh, There wasn't. 
Baszler are proud supporters, Scottish Championship underdogs, Dunfermline Athletic, and her black and white. <laughs> yeah, that because that's exactly what she was wearing it for. Newcastle yeah. United family. I mean, this this this, this match was just like the anyone else. This, this match was just like the equivalent of like plain porridge, wasn't it? it was just kind of the. <laughs> I get still it fills you up, but there's no joy. Yeah, um, it was like a buttered slice of bread. Hey, yeah, mate, there's more. There's not more. Even- there's more. There's more pleasure in a buttered slice of bread than there is in this match. So. <laughs> not, not even. Not even toasted. Just just buttered bread. <laughs> not even fresh so, out the oven just like just like Hovis <laughs> to get to the match uh, Belair and Jax uh, begin for both of their respective teams try to uh, outpower each other from the off um, the challengers then had a bit of miscommunication but it eventually leads to Belair using Banks as a weapon to take out Jax uh, Baser and Jax are then able to take control of Banks as Baser started to focus on her arm to soften her up obviously for the Kirifuda clutch um, the champions then kept Sasha isolated for a few minutes. Banks eventually managed to get in uh, a burst of offense, scored a few near pinfalls, uh, tags in Belair, who hits a face buster, and Banks follows up with a frog splash for a close two count. Uh, Belair then hits the kiss of death, but Jax pulls her out from the outside of the ring to break up the pin. Uh, towards the back end of the match, uh, Reggie comes down um, as Sasha has locked uh, Jax into the bank statement, tries to give Banks a bottle to use as a weapon, uh, the ref sees it. Sasha kind of denies that it was anything to do with her, says, oh, I wasn't going to use it. The ref yanks it out of hand and off the back of the distraction, Jax hits the Samoan drop to take the win. By proxy, Nia Jax is number one contender for Sasha's title. Fuck off. That's some, <laughs> some straight-up bullshit, that is, mate, because they couldn't even they couldn't even find the time to find Asker a challenger for today when... About eighty people have fucking pinned her in the last month because Charlotte Flair can't take the L. Um, can Charlotte Flair can't that, do the job. Can I point out just point out that Asuka hasn't defended a title on pay-per-view since September. September. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. It's because she's been in, and yet they entangled thought, they, in this nonsense with Charlotte. And yet they thought like having this match was better. You could have just given put put Asuka on and have like. Rear Ripley come out and fight her, or like just an open challenge, or yeah, or just anything. Just put it on a pay per view. Imagine, imagine if that was the way Rhea Ripley had of like. I know, debut. I know she's been in. I know she's been in the Rumble, but she's not like. No had, singles debut. Yeah, but, yeah. Imagine if a singles debut on the main roster was like, Air coming and taking the belt off Asuka was a surprise. Imagine like, if Ty Valkyrie came out and took her. I took Asuka all the way in a 12 minute match and lost and then said right and then they announced it in the night by the way Ty is going to be debuting on NXT this Wednesday yeah yeah if you like that, that maybe watch NXT this Wednesday there you go yeah. there's some ratings because <laughs> it's all about their ratings uh, <laughs> one star yeah I'd agree with you yeah uh, one, that star. one star's generous this was this was, the, this, this was just well, the low point of the night I I think at the very lowest I would ever go would be a half star, but I'll be generous and give it the one. I think you're being too generous there, mate. The one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, it, 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 um, Bianca Belair looked all right, so they didn't bury her, which was kind of nice. Yeah. Mm. If, yeah. You'd, if, you'd, if you'd have taken the pin, then it would have been mm. worse. Yeah. Bianca I've... ain't taking no pin until she drops the women's title after she takes it off Saka. <laughs> <laughs> after this match, we get The Miz and MVP backstage. More on that later. Well, just for know, everyone M- keeping M- up MVP, as well. MVP looks like we he's doing a bit of business. A bit of beardness. <laughs> have, so, have you seen that thing on Twitter of uh, 
of MVP talking to Miz and it's got like the uh, it's got like a cap a caption bar thing saying I wonder what MVP is talking to the Miz about it's got like the music from like a backstage cutscene in Smackdown outstanding so after this uh, we get the main event of the evening and that's the Raw Elimination Chamber match so disappointment number one in this match Randy Orton does not enter a pod yeah and we had all these really cool ideas. Yeah. Things that could happen with the fiend if Orton was in a pod mm-hmm. and like the lights start flashing and maybe like fills the smoke or, it, yeah. or the pod bursts into flames or you know, something mad happens. But no, or just, just, start spot, no just starts in a match. Or just a spotlight like as red instead of Anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And also <laughs> also he was literally the last person to enter. So then we were like, okay, well maybe like they're gonna do something where it's like it's like the Firefly Funhouse match where he enters and then he's actually in the fun house. Yeah. yeah. And he just, yeah, or yeah. just like, just like the match. lights go off and when they come back on, like a lecture stand behind the pod or something, go, you know. Just yeah. a bit creepy, something a bit weird. No, no, he's, he just starts the match. He just gets in the ring and starts the match. It's fine. Bullshit. Right. So also, also, I'm finish number one. Also, bullshit. Where the fuck's Jessica Carter for almost it? Throw Sammy's car- camera in it. Where is she? Where, where's what? I didn't, I didn't get that. Jess Cockart, the ref. Oh, her. Right. What? Aaron is, for, for, anyone, for, anyone, for anyone south of the border, Aaron is complaining that while Sami Zayn's documentary crew were thrown out of the match, AJ Styles' assistant almost was not was allowed to remain <laughs> inside. Well, more on that later. I mean, Sami, Zayn, <laughs> Sami Zayn's camera crew aren't fucking seven foot three tall, mate. No, yeah, they, look like, you, they, look like, they look like they're on, they're on the mean, way to work in the subway. But, so. but, sorry. <laughs> Right, spoilers. He rips the perspex. That perspex was like half an inch thick. You could easily pull that if you're fucking fighting. Um, Aaron, it's it's not perf- perspex, mate. It's it's a Lexan pod. That's what they tell you, Troy. <laughs> mate, that's made, out of, made fucking... out of bulletproof glass. You can't break that. <laughs> that's what they tell you. <laughs> that's almost as, almost as made. Almost has made it look like fucking paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> That was his cane ripping the cell door off moment. Play the game. Come on. <laughs> in in 30 years' time, when almost retires, that's going to be on his highlight thing. But like, this is how he debuted. Look at this. It won't. It was shit. Anyway, the match. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton start the match. As um, Randy is entering, Kofi and his banter from the pod screams at Randy saying, your quads look thick. Your quads look thick, man. Have you been doing squats? Orton, <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I say, Jeff start the match. Orton's uh, on top for the most part from the off. Um, hits Jeff with a thumb to the eye. I still don't get how a thumb to the eye is an offensive manoeuvre. but Because you can't but, see it one eye in it with heart try. But who am I? That's I've been, I've been, po- I've been poked in the up. eye, mate. It's... <sighs> Come on. Next time we meet up, can I thumb you and I? You've got people dropping each other on their fucking head right. in this match. Can I thumb you and I? You can fucking <laughs> thumb me wherever you want, mate. Well, no, actually. <laughs> well, fucking hell. Yeah, the air first, guys. <laughs> if you'd like, if you like that video exclusively, check out the uh, podcast OnlyFans. Check out our soon-to-come soon Patreon. You can get that at the uh, hundred dollars here. 
<laughs> PayPal me five pounds and I'll get that video soon. <laughs> <laughs> PayPal me five pounds. I'll text. Tasty, tasty coming onto these WWE ones and just going into business for himself. I've noticed See, a theme. Aaron's the one you're worried about, but really it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he hits Jeff with a thumb to the eye. Um, he then look, locks in a chin lock for forever. I'm fed up of Randy Orton and chin locks because that's all he seems to do. Like when he's run out of ideas, I just put him in a chin lock for a few minutes because you, you know, probably thought you were going to an ad break. Thought he was going to an ad break. Um, Hardy then begins to regain some sort of control as Drew then is the first man to enter the match. Um, pretty slow up until this point, um, much like the first chamber match, no one really going to use the chamber at all. Um, Orton, uh, goes straight to, sorry, Drew then goes straight to Orton hits uh, a belly to belly on Hardy. Um, Drew uses the cage on Randy's face and suplexes and then lawn darts Hardy into the chamber pod. Uh, in, 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 true, in true Scottish ingenuity, as soon as Drew comes out, he's the first person to go, hang on, this looks like it really hurts. Let's rub <laughs> I'm going to fucking rub your <laughs> face into it. <laughs> um, yeah, Orton then gains the upper hand with a draping DDT on Drew. Uh, Orton then hits uh, another one of those on the apron as Kofi enters. Right. Kofi manages... Gone. Just Kofi as he comes out, right? Michael Cole goes, one of the defining rivalries in Kofi's WWE title reign. Defining's a strong word. If that's war, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I mean fair, did he have a defining match? To be fair, like that was like the main feud of it, wasn't it? Because it he, yeah. he did exactly what he did with Drews as well, and just have Randy Orton feud under six months of it. Saying that, at least at least with Randy and Kofi. There was the whole backstory from like years and years ago when they Joe were feuding Pen. over, yeah, what they were feuding over the Joe IC Pen. belt. <laughs> Stupid. When Randy shut in his bag. Where Kofi was like about to get his actual main event push. Yeah. And Randy Orton went to a politic and Randy mode <laughs> and then shit in his bag as well, just for good measure. Blurt. <laughs> um, so yeah, as I say, Kofi then enters the pod uh, as Orton's hitting another draping DDT. Um, I think it was on Hardy, um, but I don't remember. Anyhow, uh, Kofi then manages to trip Orton. I can't tell what it was, whether it's a sort of heel hook or not a heel hook, um, like a like an ankle drop, a, a leg drop, whatever it was, manages to sort of trip him over anyway and eventually turns that into like a kind of rollover pin and just out of nowhere eliminates Orton which really, really surprised me how early Orton went out so, of this match. So, missed opportunity too. How is Randy Orton getting eliminated from the elimination chamber? Oh, no, he gets controlled by Kofi. <laughs> no, no fuckery, no magic, no spooky fiend stuff. Oh, no, he gets controlled. Yeah. Disappointed again. They really should have done more here with, with Orton and had Alexa cost him in some way or another. Again, um, no, this is another... You, this is like one of the few remaining pay-per-views you've got where you have an empty arena. You can do magic like yeah. just have Alexa Bliss just appear sitting on top of a pod or something. Just anything. Yeah. It's it's gotta happen at Fast Lane, isn't it? Yeah. Something's gotta happen. Like Orton's gonna be in a match against someone. We might get Orton and Kofi. I've I've got a 
I've got a feeling they're not going to actually reveal the fiends new because he, he's going to have a new look, isn't he? Mm. They've already basically said that. I've got a feeling they're not going to. They're going to. They're going to do what what they or they're doing what they did with um, Undertaker and Kane at WrestleMania 20, where they wouldn't reveal Undertaker's new look. Oh, sorry, Undertaker coming back as the old Undertaker, so mm. to speak, until the actual show. Which is fine, but that's not to say that they shouldn't be doing any kind of build with Alexa and Randy. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't have to show anything of Bray or The Fiend at all. Considering they've been like, doing it on like, doing... TV for like some time. Exactly what, do what they're doing with Alexa I mean, for build-up is already yeah. good enough. So... What, they did, what they did last night was definitely a... Um, definitely a bit out the left field so fair play to them for that yeah yeah so yeah after Kofi manages to uh, eliminate Orton from from out of nowhere um, Orton then just gets pissed off goes on a bit of a rampage hits hard carriers on both Kofi and Hardy um, Omos then rips the back of the pod out um, to try and let um, to try and let AJ out He's then ejected from the match by Postman Pierce, who I've never heard scream so loud, but he looked like he was going to make Almost cry. And I think he did at one point, because when Almost reached the top of the ramp, he was not a happy bunny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so AJ enters. Um, and that, Kofi, apparently, that's, apparently that's just fine. That, yeah, that's that's okay. That's, he's, able to, he's able to pin people on the ref will just count the pin. <laughs> no questions, no like bitching about for like breaking the rules frequently. Yeah, just oh yeah, we'll just count this pin. It's fine. Technically, <laughs> he was already in the chamber. So. Well, I suppose it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, I suppose it's like the opposite of when you get like the heel who's like trying to like not leave the pod, isn't it? I mean, no, it was I nice. It was, it was it was a nice change to see him like actually. Yeah, get himself into the match, albeit at an opportunistic time. But yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kofi then hits a tornado DDT to AJ. Uh, Drew and Jeff are in the ring. Drew, um, what have I got here? Sorry, I can't read my notes. Uh, Drew then, oh, launches Jeff uh, into the top of the pod. I think Jeff manages to kind of crawl up on top of that. Um, Styles then attacks everyone to down them. Um, hits an awesome brain buster on Kofi. Kofi then monkey flips um, him onto the side of the chamber um, from like the outside into the apron. Uh, Drew counters Kofi's guillotine into a nice suplex. Drew then suplexes Kofi into the side of the chamber, which again, looked pretty nasty. Um, launches AJ up for a huge back body drop. Whenever AJ gets back body drops, he seems to get so much elevation. And for, it's like when it's like when Ricochet gets sent up for one, and he seems to be like a good seven, eight feet up in the air. It's ludicrous. <laughs> um, Drew then hits uh, a neck breaker on Jeff. Uh, Sheamus then finally enters the pod. Um, one thing that I thought was pretty cool as Drew was hitting that neck breaker on Jeff, he was staring directly at Sheamus's pod. And then the camera pans round to Seamus's pod and Seamus isn't even facing the outside. He's just got his back to it like that, looking good the other way. Much like Jay was earlier where he was just sat down and was just like, I can't even be asked to be here. <laughs> so eventually Seamus enters the pod um, and those two just hit some stiff that, fucking punches. The first that. couple from Drew were closed fist, solid punches to the face. 
Yeah. I'd I'd love to have heard the conversation between and before the match and just been like, just just hit me. Just really hit me. In, um, just sell it. If it was in the if it was in the AW women's jokes you tournament, he'd be one for close to his punch. Yeah. <laughs> so they have consistent rules. By Tommy. By Tommy, top rep. Top rep. <laughs> so yeah, um those who just go absolutely fucking hammer and toe um as soon as Seamus gets in. Uh, Jeff and Kofi tried to get involved at one point, but Shame so Drew are just like, get to fuck, mate. This is between <laughs> us. Go, go and play on the outside like good children. <laughs> um, Drew and Seamus bin them off and continue to go back at it. Both men then eventually spin onto the apron as AJ and Kofi then start to go at it. Camera comes around to them. Uh, Kofi leaps off the turnbuckle and hits Seamus and Drew, who are on the, the other side of the ring. Um, then Seamus catches Kofi off the top turnbuckle as he goes for another dive. Uh, but Kofi manages to climb to the top of the pod. Uh, Drew pulls Seamus down from the top as he's trying to catch Kofi, like trying to grab Kofi and pulls him down what looked like balls first onto the top turnbuckle. <laughs> Both Drew and Seamus then do get out in the corner. Uh, Jeff and AJ assist then with the Tower of Doom. So they look like they're going for a, a suplex off the corner. Um, then Jeff and AJ come over and assist, hit a big tower of doom. Um, at this point, I forgot Jeff was actually still in the match. He yeah, hadn't been he seen for three. ages. Yeah. We said the exact same on the stream. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you are still here. Um, <laughs> Kofi's still on top of the pod as all this is going on. Um, all the men get up. Kofi then hits a trust fall onto everyone. Um, tries to pin each member, like each member of the match uh, that's down, but fails. Sheamus then takes Kingston out with a bro kick um, after he catches Kofi's second attempt at a trust fall. Uh, Jeff then just starts dishing out Twister fates to, to everyone in the match. Uh, goes to the top of the pod, hits a dive on top of Drew and Sheamus, then hits a swanton on AJ, but then is caught with a claymore by Drew and he's eliminated. <laughs> Uh, Seamus then um, hits a thumb to the eye of Drew and then a massive knee uh, to, to Drew which nearly eliminates him gets a super super close to count like at that point I thought yeah. that might be over um, that knee probably didn't but looked like it fully caught him right on the chin uh, Seamus then is caught with a massive headbutt by Drew um, but immediately then hits white noise um, but can't cover him for whatever reason. Um, AJ then hits a springboard 180 splash. Uh, Drew manages to kick out. AJ goes up again, hits a 450 splash on Drew, manages to kick out again. Uh, Seamus then screams, why didn't you put him away before delivering the, the beats of the, whatever it's called, that big old drum, that chest, whatever it is. Um, beats of the Valor, or whatever it's called. Beats, beats of the, the Bodrum. Bodrum's oh, the name of like a Turkish takeaway around the corner from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a region in Turkey. <laughs> um, he then launches Stars into the chamber, uh, hits a diving clothesline to Stars off the top rope. Drew hits a Future Shock DDT as Seamus lines up for another bro kick, uh, this time on AJ. Seamus then hits Drew with a bro kick, but before he can pin him, AJ hits a phenomenal forearm to pin and eliminate him. Big surprise there again for me. Um, I thought the last two were going to be Seamus and Drew. I think it seemed, it seemed probably fated, most of us did. To be, to be those two. Yeah. Um, final two down to AJ and Drew. 
Uh, so AJ's lining up for another one on Drew. <clears throat> but <laughs> this was fucking awesome. AJ comes off the top rope, goes for another phenomenal forearm, but midair, Drew catches him with a fucking beastie Claymore, knocks him down, and pins I mean, he him hits for the this win. On like a forty-five degree angle to the mat. If like, he's up like that, isn't he? Uh, like yeah. nearly vertical. It's nuts. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Um, really, really cool finish to the match, though. I love that. Um, yeah. Andrew pins AJ for the win. Um, um, they're really protecting AJ Styles, aren't they? Yeah. Have you noticed that recently? Like, yeah. They, they keep mentioning the fact that he hasn't been pinned on Raw for like four months or something. They they must be planning something fucking huge for Infomania. Does feel that he, way. He, he, he can't have long left like now, surely. He's been so, yeah, he's been talking about how he wants to have a match with Triple H at WrestleMania. He's in oh, his wow. 40s and his style. It's not, it's, not, it's not an old man style he wrestles, is it? Like, no. Yeah, that's true. But, I was going to say, he doesn't look the, like he's slowing up. Would, would the build them up that strong for Triple H? I see they would. It's fucking nepotism, of course. He yeah. them. <laughs> when, he does, when he does the J-O-B, come on now. But also, he was wearing his Undertaker gear again. Oh, was he? He was wearing, like, in the build last year's Mania. Yeah, like the sort of uh, grey, purple, and black uh, gear. Uh, yeah, it looked real nice. It was really yeah. nice gear. Looked but good. That's, like, that was the gear he was wearing when he was teasing the match with the Undertaker last year, so... Could be going down a similar route. He's obviously, like he's obviously after someone big and they've obviously got something big planned for him because they're making him look stupidly strong. They are. I mean, very as, so. as we, as you said, Sheamus was like the lock to have as um, the last one. The last there. person would prove. Yeah. We, we, we at one point thought Sheamus was going to win it. Really? Yeah. And then when AJ was like, had took Sheamus, I was like, fuck, maybe AJ's yeah. going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of making people look strong, in comes Bobby Lashley and immediately spears Drew as the cage is lifting up. Absolutely batters him left, right, and centre. So in and we out all, of the ring. So they, they sort of gave this away a little bit, as Jay called uh, on the stream, because they started to lift the chamber. Yeah. So if you notice, every time there's an elimination chamber match, if something happens afterwards, usually, like usually, they celebrate. If nothing does happen, they celebrate in the chamber. The chamber just stays there. But because this went up and Styles ran away very quickly after the match finished. He fucking oh, booked it out of there. He knew something was happening. Ah, yeah. ah fair enough. So, yeah, uh, Lashley just absolutely eviscerates him. Like, one point he's bouncing his head off the announce table outside the ring, which looked fucking nasty. Um, then puts Drew in the hurt lock, slams him down to the ground and leaves. And then the Miz's music hits. Comes a, full a full Nelson of being slammed to the ground. I wonder when we'll be uh, seeing that again. <laughs> Miz comes down, decides to fully cash in his money in the bank briefcase. Miz then hits uh, a kick to the abdomen, uh, a short DDT, gets a two count, um, and Drew kicks out, and then immediately hits the skull-crushing finale, and the Miz is the WWE champion. And the Miz is the fifth man to have two reigns with the WWE title and a ten-year gap in between. Yeah, he's the what? Sorry, he's the fifth man. Yeah, to have two different reigns with the WWE title with a ten-year gap in between. Fucking hell! So your other four being Bruno San Martino, uh, Bob Backlund, Bob right? Brock Lesnar, okay, and The Rock. Oh damn! Wasn't Hogan in there as well? 
No, they they were. He must have been just less than. But they they're your four beforehand. Miz is a fifth. Oh yeah, yeah. Hold, as well as nine not, years. Yeah, as well as not holding the title. Like you can't. Is how they do it. Mm. So. He's also, according to WWE's ever-changing classification of this, the second ever, oh sorry, the first ever two-time Grand Slam winner. Toss. Toss. Two-time Grand Slam winner. Yeah, yeah. so basically However, he's, won, he's won the world twice, at least, tag team at least. Oh, twice. I see. US, US I see. Well, it's, it's, it's two mid-card titles twice is what they classify it as. However, this is where it becomes a grey area. Technically, Jeff Hardy's done it three times. I love how um, I love how the, oh. the Grand Slam title like, championship is now decided on like some sort of UCAS point system. Well, <laughs> so it's like if you've got a mid card title, that's three points. If you've got a main title, that's like four points. And if you've got a tag team title, they're one well, point each. It's <laughs> because the original Grand Slam was the WWE Intercontinental European and um, tag titles, and Bring then back the European title, put it on NXT and UK. They changed it a little bit because obviously they had like the European and the hardcore title to include both of them as like mm. that other. So it was like, and then at one point he said it was Intercontinental and US. Inter- oh, sorry, Intercontinental, US, and then whatever tag. else. It was just mm. tag team. And tag. But- so basically someone called them out on that and say, oh, it's a modern day. But then if you think about it, Jericho's a modern day two-time Grand Slam champion. Yeah, but they're not going to tell you that, are they? Come on. No, they're not going to tell you that. <laughs> anyway, I let's... I didn't fucking think of that. But yeah, he is. <laughs> let's, yeah, either let's way, he's three times. Bring it back round to the end of the pay-per-view. Um, firstly, uh, did anyone have The Miz cashing in down as a prediction? We actually said, like, during the start of the stream, should we do a prediction for the miscasting? And I yeah. said, oh, no, he's not cashing in tonight. It's the way <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was going to cash in and fail again. Or, like, do what do what they did um, do, do what they did at TLC and have him cash in, but then find, like, a loophole to get it back. I see. I had a feeling they were gonna they were going to kind of run with that and have him do it. Every time until like yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. obviously the the, sort of the big thing we need to have a little discussion about is the implications of what's happening with Bobby Lashley. Because yeah. you know, you know, Big Uncle Bobby is going to come collect him on that favor. <laughs> well, fast yeah. lane. Um. Well, there's obviously stuff that happened on Raw. Um, you guys haven't seen so it yet, so I won't mention anything. Uh, we'll save that for our Raw review, which will be out tomorrow. But you guys, you know, on a raw review. We've been we've been waiting for, for Bobby to turn a corner for like three years now. So yeah, it feels it's, like it. It's quite nice that this might finally be the moment where it all comes together for him. Um, yeah, you know, the stars are aligning, and if it could, he could. No, I mean, I I, I haven't seen Raw, but the, there's a very there's a, a high chance, eighty plus percent chance that Bobby Lashley goes into WrestleMania as the WWE champion. I oh. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna raise that and say a hundred hundred percent chance. Bobby Lashley to go into WrestleMania as the champion. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if Drew was like, it was so Drew as like another kind of like Brock level guy to conquer and take the belt off. I made it. What if you do, what if you do like Bobby Drew Sheamus trip threat and it's just Ooh. all the beef? Beef stock. It, it's like, it, a, like a big cup of Bovril. <laughs> if, you, if you really, 
if they really want to swing the dick around, throw fucking Brock in there as well for good measure. <laughs> Swinging the dick around. And none of us mentioned Brock. Wow, well, for good uh, reason. Uh, <laughs> we, said, we, said, we, said, we said beef, not oxtail. Braun's going to be... We don't want them cheap cuts of meat. Braun's going to be wrestling the sweatiest old man there is. Who that? Jane Omar. Oh, uh, yeah. They, yeah. they planted the seeds on Raw last week, didn't they? Oh, I mean, joy. they planted it, yeah, last week, yeah. Joy, joy, joy. So, um, anyway, Aaron, rating for that? Two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. Was that including the actual chamber match? There was two and a half each, like both okay. parts. Okay. okay, okay, fair enough. Cool. So, um, um, who did... won predictions? Firstly, yeah, who won predictions? Well, who, I don't know, Jay, who did win predictions? <laughs> Oh, oh, I see. I'd like, I'd like you to acknowledge me. Prick. <laughs> James won predictions, everybody. Surely not by much. Surely that was quite close. It was. There was like there were like three points between everyone, I think. Yeah. Okay. There were only well, five max yeah. on the card. Yeah. But, you know. Congrats to Jay. We'll, we'll yeah. think of something for you. until the next before, we, before we go into the ratings, I want to say respect to this pay-per-view because getting itself out of the way by half two in the morning. Yeah, man. <laughs> Two and a half hour pay per view. Yes, please. This is shorter than an episode of Raw, which is what not it should be. To, not everything needs to be Das Boot. <laughs> das Boot. <laughs> I mean, if you don't know what this is, until, Google it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait until WrestleMania is like 14 hours across two days, mate. Jesus wept. Just a 24 hour live stream. Last, none of the, the talents were actually allowed to be on because it's on Twitch. <laughs> last last year it was um, three and a half hours each day, wasn't it? Or three hours each day? Yeah, which is mm. still which is still remarkably restrained for for like a three hours. WrestleMania, yeah. that fuck all. Yeah, like it was a, it's the I think it's the first WrestleMania since I'm gonna say I can't remember how long thirty one was. So I'm gonna say thirty, where I'd, I was left wanting more. I remember because you were there, mate, James. I remember going. No, no, to no. I mean, like, I mean, like. I, I hadn't I hadn't got to the point where like I and this is this you is like zoned out. Yeah, this this is going from like watching it back as well. Mm. That it wasn't it wasn't lot so long that it overstayed its welcome. If I remember thirty one. I, I remember I remember I remember going to watch a WrestleMania with you. I think it was over the Hardys came back and we were in the bar for like six hours. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember that one. it was thirty three that we yeah. literally like the 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 show um the bar like opened at like ten thirty. I and booked a table to watch that somewhere, and I felt like I was in that place for about ten hours. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was fucking daylight when we were leaving. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. I was so fucked after that. I had to quit my job the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't face well, going well. into it. Yeah, <laughs> to a drink like he was a student again. <laughs> I just found. Like, I just. I, I just optimized it. I found all the beer was shit, so I just found the cheapest pint and stayed on that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh right. Back to the pay-per-view. So what did we think? Uh highs and lows and your rating out of ten, please, chaps. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Um my high was the SmackDown Chamber match. Thought it was mm-hmm. awesome. It's really good. Yeah. Um my low was the women's tag team match. In fact, no, no, it wasn't the that. My low was the fact that they couldn't be asked to find a fucking opponent for Asuka. Yeah. yeah. 
on 24 hours notice they can replace Keith Lee in a fucking triple threat match. Yeah. Like, ludicrous, they, isn't it? they had a week to replace us, to replace Lacey Evans, but they can't think of anything for that, but they can think of something to fucking replace Keith Lee in like 24 hours notice. They couldn't make the show. Yeah. They're receiving Charlotte for Mania, mate. Hey? They're receiving Charlotte for Mania, mate. Behave yourself. Well, Charlotte's <laughs> ready for us to make that worry about it. <laughs> and what was your score out of 10, Jay? Um, I didn't think this show was amazing. I thought it was all right. Uh, I'm going to give it six and a half. Cool. Uh, tasty. Aaron, which one of you wants to go first? Aaron looks horrified by that. <laughs> I'll let Aaron go next because I've got a feeling I'm going to align with Jay quite a bit. So. Cool. Right, okay. Uh, Highs and lows. High, my high is going to be the pre-show match because it was very good for what it was. For a Minus match that was cobbled Elias. together last minute. Minus Elias, but yeah. Show the minutes triple threat match, please. Uh, it should it should have been, but it was still good. Elias was hardly there. You barely noticed him. Exactly, um, that's what, that was the criticism. <laughs> <laughs> like saying Aaron if you order like a nice plate of food and it comes with like a dead spider on your plate as long as it's like a small spider at the far side of your plate it's fine hey, you can work around it it's fine <laughs> just push to one side you know put it put it next to the tomatoes it'll be fine going to make a, pit, a slice of toast with a little bit of mould on the crust of the bread just cut it off pick it off yeah pick it off be right be right my high my low sorry um it's going to be fucking no fiend. The fuck was going on? Yeah, fair enough. I had a choice of three things there, so I picked one that was me picked. Fair enough. And your score out of 10? Would you like with the pre show or without the pre show? <laughs> without the pre show. We never usually include okay. the pre show, so without. Four. Wow. Okay. I thought you were going higher the way you looked up when I said six and a half. No, no. Four. Okay. What was it with the pre-show curiosity? A six. Okay. That, that, wow. That, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Tasty. Um, so for my highs, I will take the SmackDown elimination match, specifically the ending of it where Roman Reigns comes out looking like the fucking end boss. <laughs> Just <laughs> deletes Daniel Bryan from the face of the earth with Ro- using, the power Ro- of punch- using the power of punching him really hard. Roman Reigns <laughs> went full M. Bison. Yeah, you come out like the you come out with like this final form. Bison power. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I enjoyed that visual of just like Daniel Bryan like struggling to breathe and like Roman Reigns, but it like he was about to inhale his whole world. Um, <laughs> fucking like a unicorn. You knew it was the worst day of your life, but Bison, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> yes, yeah, Street um, Fighter. <laughs> just in case, uh, that was the, the late great Raul Julia who also played. It was um, yes. What's his face? He also played. Thinking the Gomez the Adams. Game. Gomez yeah. Adams. Yeah. Yes, sir. Fanta- a fantastic actor who lost far too soon to cancer. For cancer. Yeah. Um, and my lows, to the surprise of nobody, was the um, was the the plain white bread that was the women's tag match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it even a Hovis white bread? <laughs> but it was. It wasn't even that. It was like. It was like. Plain buttered toast, except like right at the end, you just drop it on the floor because that end was just because it's got, it's got dog was... hair on it. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you pick it up and you carry on eating it, and you think it's fine. And you know, it's like by the time you got to the end, it's actually quite hairy, and you probably didn't eat it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the texture of the bread. 
<laughs> he thought it was a home mailing and realized, oh no, this wasn't, this wasn't, this wasn't 50 50. This was, uh, this was just plain white. It shouldn't, it shouldn't it's just like, white. Oh, oh shit, I've heard it. What's this, what's um, this additional texture I've gathered? <laughs> oh no, wait, oh, God. Um, so yeah, it was, just, it was just a bit shit, wasn't it? It didn't need to be there. Like, crap. I said, Jay, like Jay said, I would have much rather have had an Asuka open challenge, you know, or something regarding Asuka. You know, yeah. please let Asuka wrestle. She's really good at wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and score out of 10. I'll give it a, a sort of middle of the road. I'll give it a five. Actually, it was um, it was the chicken mayo with pay per views. This it just you know it did, it, did, it did the job, but it didn't really get you going. Chicken mayo of pay per views. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's on the part. It's on the it's on the quid menu. It's fine. You throw one in your order, and then you realise when you're eating, like why why do I even do this? It's, 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 it's that, that, that sums up a chicken mayo perfectly. To be fair, <laughs> it tastes like disappointment. <laughs> what about for you, Troy? Um, my high, much like you two, uh, the SmackDown uh, Elimination Chamber match. Um, yeah, just the, the better of the two for me overall. Uh, my low, the women's tag team match. Absolute fucking, yeah, just plain white bread shit. Um, and my score out of 10, I can't say much more on those that you two haven't already said, to be honest. Uh, my score out of 10, um, I'm going to give it a six and a half. I didn't think it was terrible. I thought there was some some standout moments, a few spots that I enjoyed, um, but not enough to kind of knock it up to a seven, which I think is I, seven's kind of an average, I think, the, across the board for most no, of us. I think when it comes to pay-per-views, I, if you were to take I, an average. If, if you're doing the scale right, a five's an average, <laughs> you know, the middle... <laughs> middle of the road um, yeah I, I, I think if it wasn't for the two Shamer matches I think this would have def- like if it, if it was just like a normal match it, it could have been a lot lower but yeah. the actual like Chamber stuff was pretty cool yeah cool well that sums up our review of Elimination Chamber before we go uh, Aaron where can people find us on social media please Who is that too? You cut off by the way. It was to you, mate. It was to you, mate. No, we all didn't talk. That meant it was probably you. (laughs) 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 Mate, play the game. Uh, I'll just guess what you said. Um, Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Dress wrestling podcast and twitch and twitter at untitled dress pod you so you could also get us on our new discord at untitled dress pod as well lovely stuff jay where do people go if they want something for their beard um thatchface.com you can get beard oils beard balms brushes combs an array of clothing um and if you use the code troy xl85 you'll get 20 percent off your order a chunk of the proceeds go to a testicular cancer charity very, very, very noble cause indeed. Please check it out. Superb stuff. I'm finally tasty. Where can people get some beautiful wrestling themed beer? If you want some wrestling themed beers, you can head to topribbrewing.com. We are fully restocked on our webshop now. We've got new beers in that launched this week. Woo-hoo. So go check those out. Uh, we're also Man, back at work great. brewing. We're in full swing production wise. My beard is shagged because I've been leaning over like steaming words and it's got all nasty and horrible. I need to get that face on the go actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, topribbrewing.com for all your beard needs. Uh, all your beer needs. Uh, we can't do anything about your beard unless you want to beard in beer into your beard, but don't do that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we can, deliver, we can deliver them straight to your door or if you're local to local, you can click and collect or have free local delivery please check online on our social media for all the information regarding that superb 
thank you for that chaps and thank you listeners for tuning in as always we very very much appreciate it we have been the untitled wrestling podcast that has been our review of the elimination chamber till next time look after yourselves bye Bye. how do the crowd know what batista like (laughs) oh that's a dated fucking name fish sticks (laughs) also i've got i've got one for you aaron oh no Another headlock, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.